From Hybrid Studios in Santa Ana, California, this is the Art of Music Tech. Your guest today, founder of Wireworld, David Saltz. And now, here's your host, Fela and Dennis. Hi guys, uh, we're here again, Hybrid Studios, Santa Ana, California for Artist Relations Indoor Expo. Uh, welcome to the Art of Music Tech Podcast, uh, again, with your host, Fela, and my mixing and business partner, Dennis. Hello. Uh, right, today we're here with David Sauls at Wireworld. Uh, we just started using Wireworld uh, over the past few months, and wow, it's just, it's a game changer uh, on your anything audio related that you're recording, XLR, quarter inch. He does it all. Power, um, digital cables. Yes, optical. Um, he's just the man. And uh, we wanted to get some more detail on, on just the, the backstory of this company. Uh, hi, David. Hi. Hello. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, could you give us a, a little background on how you got into wires and your, your passion and how this business came about? Well, it was a long, long time ago. When I got interested in audio, I was, I was really a kid. And, um, you know, fixing things and, and playing with audio gear was just one of my hobbies. Um, and, and until my teens, and I got into car stereo. And, and later on, I was in that business when um, cables started to show up and upgrade cables. And I, I, you know, I was fascinated by them from the beginning. Uh, but then I started realizing it was kind of confusing comparing cables. And what I realized that really got me on the right track was that there was a proper way to test cables. And that was to, to come up with a way to eliminate the cable and then put it back in. And that was the comparison to hear what the cable actually did to the sound. Uh, all right. So I was in my early 20s and you know, I discovered this. And then I realized as I tested cables that way that the various people who were supposedly making the best cables you could buy at the time had not gotten very close to eliminating the, the loss we hear in the cables. Yeah. So I decided I would make a career out of doing these tests and learning how, how to really get much more music through a cable. All right. Uh, what was your, your first cable? What, what, what was the first? Well, I, I started a company in 1980 uh, called Straightwire. And um, you know, I ran that company for 10 years before I sold it. And we, we did very well in the audiophile market, uh, a little bit of studio cable here and there, but mostly it was, it was hi-fi cable at that point. And uh, then I started uh, Wireworld after that. And in Wireworld, uh, from the beginning, I had really more connections into the pro audio world. And um, so we did a little more of that as we mostly sold hi-fi cables. Uh, but more recently, as, as the companies evolved, um, we've gotten further and further along to producing, you know, dedicated cables for musical instruments and for studios. Um, you know, for a long time, um, some of the best mastering studios like Sterling in New York used our cables. Greg Calby, yeah. right? Yeah, Greg Calby. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, that was, that was the start. But now we're, we really have a full line of cables for studio applications, uh, including multi-channel snakes, um, that benefit from everything I've learned over all these years. You know, there was, there was one big important discovery, um, which we call the DNA Helix technology, 
that basically from the time I started uh, took 30 years before I was able to realize, you know, a really better way to make cables. Um, before that, I relied on a design that had been around for decades, mm -hmm. and in fact, um, Mogami actually used it on a couple of cables. That's how I learned about it. Mm -hmm. um, but they never really went further with the design because they couldn't manufacture it efficiently. So still, if you go into the Mogami catalog, you'll see there's one interconnect cable and one speaker cable. <laughs> and I'll tell you right there, this sounds better than our other stuff, but we don't promote it because we can't make it efficiently. Yeah, yeah all right. So I worked with that design, and I learned how to make it more efficiently and, and get it to sound better and better. But when I finally realized that there was a better way, I never looked back. And the DNA Helix design uh, really works better because every strand in the cable is parallel with all the other strands. And this was a, a major solution was to find a practical way to do that in a cable. Mm -hmm. And that's what really allowed me to move the fidelity you know, continually uh, further and further ahead uh, to the point where we are now. Yeah. And we have a couple of new cables that are just spectacular that we're showing here at the show. All right, and what yeah. are those? <laughs> so we have an instrument cable called Polaris. And this is a completely new design. Uh, our earlier cables didn't, weren't quite as flexible as some people would like. Well, the Polaris is actually more flexible than other cables. Um, it also really sounds better. And it's a, it's a really dynamic sound. It has a lot of the benefits of um, our previous cables, but it, it goes significantly beyond that. Um, the other new cables we have are actually microphone, um, and they, they're instrument cables as well. They do both. Um, they're called Oasis and Equinox. And as microphone cables, um, these things are a revelation. Uh, a conventional microphone cable at 20 feet, compare, compare what comes out of the cable to the input, and you really hear the cable. Mm -hmm. If it's a good monitoring system, um, it'll be a little muffled sounding. There'll be some, some tonal changes. Always, always. You oh, won't yeah. hear the quietest sounds. They're really, it's not as dynamic. The loss, when you compare it to the input, is not hard to hear. Well, just stepping up to our oasis is makes it very hard to hear the loss of the cable. And the Equinox is even better than that. Even so this is, you know, <laughs> substantially beyond what we've done in the past. These designs are more efficient, mm -hmm. and the resolution is better, and the dynamics are greater, and it's it's really exciting product to be able to demonstrate for people. Oh, yeah. We have the power cables <coughs> on our... Uh, Neumann playback system, yeah. and it just—it just—it was day and night once we changed just yeah. the, the power. Well, I'm glad it. to hear it, that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the Aurora. So yeah. the power conditioning cords yeah. are a very special product, and it was actually the last thing I designed before I discovered the DNA Helix. So it was really interesting because I, I, I was beating my head against a wall for years on how to even test power cords right. Yeah. Because I learned how to test you know, interconnects and speaker cables, you know, so many years earlier. And then I finally figured out that to make a power cord better, it would sound as if um, we had battery power. There would be no noise. So I learned how to create tests like that, and then I started to discover the things that I could do that would fix the problems that we heard. Uh, fuzziness yes. and some dynamic compression and various problems from the power line that were not being isolated properly by power conditioners. And so once I, I learned how to do that, um, 
the design really started moving ahead uh, and to the point where we have it right now, these power conditioning cords uh, really make surprising improvements. Oh, even, yes. even people who know upgrade <laughs> power cords from other companies are yeah. not expecting improvements this big. Mm -hmm. and not so many people pay attention to that actually, but it really <clears throat> helps out the imaging and the depth and the separation while you're mixing recording or just listening back. Yeah, these, these things really, uh, as, a, as an engineer, uh, it can really make your job a lot easier. We, we have some interesting <laughs> blog posts from the, the cables recently going out into, into new people's <clears throat> hands that, you know, uh, really, uh, really solving problems in, in terms of um, uh, residual noise uh, within the studio and um, just issues with um, just general fidelity and being able to hear something and get, the, get it to translate right. Uh, even, yeah, we've, we've, we've done a test when we just went on YouTube and played a, a, a YouTube video, a hip-hop track, and the low end sounded just uh, much tighter and cleaner, and it sounded super round. Uh, just yeah, to tape. To tape, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could hear the difference. And, so. and it still surprises <laughs> me that people, you know, engineers who are very good at... at making other tests will just swap cables and hear differences and never really try you know the shortest connection that they can make compared to a long length of cable because that's when you really know what the cable is losing yeah. and without that I never would have learned how to do any of this stuff wow. without proper testing so now we go out of our way we actually do public tests for people in you know sometimes even in an auditorium where we're, we're ab absolutely able to demonstrate this yeah. and the test is that you know, for a given application, if you can plug in a length of, of, you know, what's supposed to be an appropriate cable and compare it to direct and not hear a difference, well, there's no upgrade I can make. You can do, yeah. Yeah, you know, if somebody's hearing or the playback system or whatever don't allow them to hear the loss of the cable, um, then it's not, there's nothing that can be improved, but that is so rare. When people make <laughs> yeah. this comparison, they're usually completely shocked that they could have been listening through a cable that had that much loss. Yeah. Sometimes these are upgrade expensive cables, but you know, those cables were just designed to change the sound. That, that does the whole thing, yeah. That's and and the, that's yeah. exactly what we're trying to undo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Making the sound, making the world sound better. Uh, yeah, and uh, another thing, the USB, uh, digital cables, they really improve uh, audio interface sound. Yeah, and that's, that's another thing that people are very surprised by, and that is that digital audio cables create loss that we can hear. But it's the same test. We, we, we start and with you the would, signal. And you wouldn't think so until you try it, I guess, yeah. right? Right. I've, 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 you know, I, I've had some interesting uh, conversations with, you know, substantial people in the industry who, because they heard things about cables that they knew were, you know, bullshit, were not expecting that there could be a real cable that actually really improves fidelity. So one of these people is Bobby Osinski, who's known as a, a leading educator in the pro audio world. And of course he readily admitted that a cable could change the sound, but the whole idea of upgrading fidelity is, uh, is a much higher hurdle to pass. Mm -hmm. And by showing him not only the fact that we were preserving waveforms better, but that he could hear the music and he's also a working engineer. He does a lot of post-production. And he realized it really made his job easier. 
I think the thing that impressed him the most was the power cords. And now (laughs) any job he goes on, he's got our cables with him now for the last few years. Us too. (laughs) As a matter of fact, we're doing the interview with using your cables. Yep. (laughs) So I can't wait for him to hear the new cable. We just told him about the new cables the other day, and he is just dying to hear them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Us too. I'm looking forward to getting those samples to him because, uh, like I said, uh, you know, an instrument cable that makes an instrument sound better is one thing, but a microphone cable that lets you hear a lot more yeah. is always exciting. And, always. and, you know, we had those advantages before, but now we've doubled that advantage. So it's, it's just, it's huge. Wow. All right. Well, um, uh, I think... Yeah, yeah, I mean, th- those power cables are good on uh, guitar amps and bass amps oh they, yeah they just yeah. clear out we love to demo them on, yeah, a, on yeah. a bass amp because you know the bass sounds more percussive oh yeah and it's, it's just rounder, thicker yeah rounder thicker. it's great yeah, I just i just well, love bass yeah, yeah exactly yeah so we've got we actually uh Stu ham is one of our endorsees and he'll be playing in our booth here at the show oh and, great okay so, uh, we'll get All to right. you well, thank you so much, David, for taking a moment of your time here at uh, Endorse Expo. Well, and um, can't wait to record more with it. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. All, All right. right. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you once again, David Sauls, for taking a few moments to tell us some more about Wire World. Wow. Sharing some tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. Wow! Yeah. How to improve he a signal flow? Change technology. Not what, what's just do all, it better. What, <laughs> what's, how do you how do you send a signal via cable? Right, that makes total sense. <laughs> how do you hear sound? Well, you connect your audio interface to a speaker using a cable. But if you use a five dollar cable, well, your speaker is going to sound like five dollar cable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's even just, if you got expensive speakers. Yeah, I mean, it, it's every, it's all the components. They all matter, and um, that that's the great thing about um, talking with the manufacturers. And you, it's it's not just BS. It's just you, you're getting it from the source. Um, how they're coming up with the technology and. Um, and why, the passion reason why, of why, why they're doing it, yeah. Why would you improve audio? And why not? Yeah. Right? You get cleaner sounding uh, instruments in the mix, in the recording, and that's... I mean, you save so much time in post-production by doing it right. Yes. In the studio. Yeah. Whatever you do, podcast, live recording, studio recording, or you're an in- independent artist... You record at your, you know, you got a home studio, home setup. You get a couple of cables here and there, and boom, you got a high-end setup. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, just a few pieces. We're not saying go out and get, you know, 15 <laughs> high-end well, As a cables matter of fact, Wireworld got some high-end expensive cables, which are, oh, yeah. and they started $1,700, dollars yeah, it can, per, it can really get cable. up there. Um, but actually, he's his latest is like he was saying is, is the price point is pretty reasonable with the latest um, technology that he's dealing with. The other yeah, stuff, of course, was, they sound great. Yeah, of course. Uh, it, the other stuff was more about the material, but 
the newer stuff is about the technology. Expensive material. It, Some expensive material they use there. It, um, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, he, he's not, he, it, that particular, those earlier models and the more expensive stuff is just uh, this um, uh, specially made silver out of um japan copper Copper? yeah they have yeah silver and And copper copper, yeah on on the more expensive stuff but the latest cables he was talking about they just have better technology so it is just like oh okay so i can get a better cable even with a different and or better (laughs) um i mean they've been around for 30 years i mean it's more just um he created it i mean they created technology um, and, and making it more affordable than the two thousand cable, two thousand dollar cables that that were available. But the latest are gonna be like one hundred and fifty bucks for like a, a twenty footer or something like that. Yeah, something that range, like that. So um, it's still, I would say, it's not expensive, but it still is. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you look at the market, and we're talking about consumer level. Yeah. You probably get cable for twenty dollars, but it won't sound. Yeah, I mean, like Wirewolf for 150. Yeah, but I mean, th- this is the stuff that you're wondering why you don't sound like the big guys. The big guys are using heavy duty cables on on their converters and on their playback systems, just getting everything as crystal clear as possible. And this technology that he's come up with is, you know, even giving a smaller guys a chance, at, you know, at touching these cables. So. Um, and they're based out. out of Florida. Yeah, out of Davie, Florida. So, um, shout out to David and, and um, David Souls coming out with this more. invented some great cables. Yeah, their own technology. Yeah, that so we're using right now. Aurora Seven. <laughs> That's a power power cable. His power cables improve sound and recording just big time, right? Drastically. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, just just big time. For then us. digital, he came up with uh, the recent was optical, right? Yeah, we got a USB two point zero USB cable for audio interface, and yeah. it imp- it improved. We got we got it even better. Yeah. So I didn't think USB cables <laughs> really mattered, but yeah, now we and we hear that it matters now. We we're using the Starlight Seven USB um, audio cable um, on our USB devices, and it's just and they go for eighty five dollars, right, on yeah. their website. But they got a two, they got four hundred fifty dollar USB cable as well. Oh yeah, That's they a, can go a, pretty high. A super high end. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, but you still have room to improve. Oh yeah, <laughs> we we even have we even have room more to room to. Hey, it's all about improve. knowing how, where, and how you can improve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, exactly, exactly. Where and how, and um, for us in the small spaces, small spaces tend to have not so good um, electricity as well. Um, and the Aurora Seven just really cleared it up for us. Um, working out of small spaces and going to other people's basements and mm-hmm. <laughs> to record and, and get stuff. Um, I mean, you record in New York City. Yeah, that's yeah. They yeah, the power situation in New York City is not very stressful. Yeah, so um, 
power and frequency if you're dealing with <laughs> wireless yeah. adds up on top of everything yeah it's all it's a lot of stuff going on in in heavy populations like that and where we're, we're at so um anything you can do to help uh the better uh yeah so i think that's gonna wrap up another art of music tech podcast i'm fela and i'm dennis yes please follow us uh leave questions um everything um let us know how, how you feel um and what else you would like for us to cover thank you so much for listening for more information of booking 23db productions visit their website at 23dbproductions.com Like and follow 23DB Productions at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter for the latest work.